Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. Hello. Hello. We are going to do another, maybe not lightning round to the same extent, but a slightly shorter episode today. And that's fine. Um, Helen, I wanted to, I'm surprising you with this. I want to do a slightly different structure today. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to kind of tell you about the episode's plot, and then I want to go back to certain categories of detail after that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, but first, before we get into that, two updates. I've been meaning to tell you this, I don't know, for weeks. Hmm. You remember our episode, Goose-Shaped Glassware? Yeah, about Erlenmeyer flasks, right? Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, it has like four times as many downloads as any of our other episodes. (laughs) I don't know why. You know what we should do? We should title this one something else about geese and oh. see if it's some sort of uh, yes, the, the goose fans. Like are, some sort uh, of goose algorithm or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, have I told you about my donkey project, my donkey sanctuary project? No. Um, you know how you always say, not you, but one is always like, God, I swear our phones are listening to us. I just mentioned uh-huh. this and now I see it. I'm not Googling it, but I talk all the time about donkey sanctuaries. <laughs> I have disposable income and I'm interested in the topic of donkey sanctuaries. <laughs> and so I'm trying to see if I start getting ads about sanctuaries for donkeys. Um, like just in front of your phone? Like yeah, not- in front of my phone, okay. on my laptop, anywhere on I'm logged into Google. I just huh. want to talk about my interest in topics related to donkeys, rescue donkeys and their <laughs> sanctuaries and oh. giving them money. I mean, if I had the income to do such, I would be all about that. Right. That's the thing. It's something yeah. that I'd actually like to see. So, yeah. but I can't Google it. So I'll keep you all posted yeah. on the donkey sanctuary thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll test this uh, goose algorithm yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was one thing. And then the okay. other thing is I wanted to recommend a podcast to you. Ooh, oh, oh, this is what I had to say. Um, what you have your recommendation written down so that you don't forget okay um did you listen to the end of ghost story no i'm not done yet i started weeping and i had to stop it when they got to like naomi's like they're talking about how she she was like like a woman doctor in the 30s and all the good she did and i started crying and then i like adam came home and he was like why are you crying and i started (laughs) telling him and then i haven't listened to the rest of it oh my Um, gosh the last the last part the very end like I need you to text me immediately. Okay, I'll listen to it as soon as we're done recording. Okay, great. Okay. So what, what's um, your recommendation? It's called Normal Gossip. And Ooh. it is just what it sounds like. It is people write in with gossip from their lives. And then like the host has a guest on and they just talk about this gossipy story. Oh so my I'm gosh. like listening to one about a woman who became an au pair in Germany. Uh-huh. And um, I listened to a really good one about a bachelorette party with like 25 people that went super awry. Um <laughs> And, uh, and it's great. And it's oh, really nice awesome. to like have in the background while I'm working. Cause I tune yeah. out for a second. It's okay. Yeah. Um, unlike ghost story, which I yeah. need my full attention on. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna subscribe to that right now. Awesome. And then I will, I just want to mention to all our listeners, you like me and Helen, if you didn't like us, if you actively didn't like us, I'm sure you're not listening to this podcast. Yeah. Subscribe, click the little button, subscribe. Also download also tell people, but you know, few as clicks as possible to support us. We would love that. So as we can keep doing quality. As few? What did you say? The- just, uh, I don't know. Like okay. they don't have to do that many clicks. It should be very easy. Just a little oh. click 
and then they've supported us and we feel loved. Okay. Yes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I had my first, uh, uh, we had a big event for our 12th president's inauguration at the college. Oh, okay. Um, and, um, and there was like a big, big party, um, oh. a big kind of formal party and like students and faculty and staff, everyone was there. Um, except oh, wow. because he had to stay home with her kids. Um, and, uh, one of my students was like, so Helen, I followed you on Instagram and I see you have a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> they're going to hear about like, they're going to be like, so Helen, I heard you and your sister had a plan to scare your ex-boyfriend with snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I told this to Zach and he was like, well, what's, what's, you know, embarrassing about that? Like, it's about science. I was like, you listen to us, right? Yeah. That's like literally the one thing we know he has to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold on a sec. I need to shut my window more. Someone's okay. grass or something. Oh, no, my window shut all the way. That's just super, oh. super loud. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, we dealt with my fire alarm going off. So that's true. All right, right. I'm ready when you are. Okay, so here's the thing. This episode won't take that long to talk about because guess what? We've essentially already talked about it in season one. This is an episode that says, hey, you know that episode Ice? Let's just do that again, but make it hot. Oh, really? It's exactly like Ice. Like, over and over, I kept being like, this is Ice. So to remind you, listeners, Ice is... Well, I've decided I'm going to call these a... um, big puffy coat in the outdoors episodes where like they're going somewhere kind of rugged and they're in a coat that's like surprisingly cute Mm -hmm. and they're in jeans and stuff. So um, there's transmission from this uh, it's called firewalker. It's a camera um, that goes into volcanoes. So hot instead of icy Mm -hmm. and uh, Caltech gets a transmission that shows that one of the researchers is inside the volcano and dead. And there's like a weird shadow or something that goes across the camera. So Uh, Mulder and Scully go to investigate. It's in uh, Seattle in the Pacific. Not it's not in Seattle. They fly there. They take a helicopter Pacific Northwest. I thought probably convenient. They filmed the show in Vancouver at this point. So there they are. Um, Scully looks super cute. Her hair is kind of longer. She's moving around. Seems healthy and happy. Mulder's kind of concerned about her going because of the, you know, alien abduction and all that drama. But she's like, no, no, I want to get to work. Um, So, uh, they talk to one of the scientists who's like, well, this, I used to work on this mission, um, but J- Daniel uh, Trepkos, uh, he was the leader and he kind of went off the rails and it's kind of crazy. So I left and I think things are real bad up there. We see this dead body. So he's going to bring them up there. Um, and so, so they- Can I interrupt for a second? Where, please. where is the dead body? What, at- Inside like the edge of the crater of the, where the volcano starts. Oh, okay. So like where uh, Frodo and Sam walked out yes. and we're going to throw the ring. Yes. Because okay. remember, this is secretly a Lord of the Rings podcast. Yes, it is. Although we're getting pretty bad at making it a secret. <laughs> is keep it secret, keep it safe. Is that Lord of the Rings? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Can't title the episode that though, because we got to title it something no. about geese. Yeah. So keep it secret. Keep it goose. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You've got it. If an episode with that title does well, we know it's something to do with with the word goose. Or maybe maybe keep the geese secret, keep them safe. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like keep it secret, keep it goose. (laughs) I like... I like the ambiguity of that. Yeah. Like I like goose as an adjective yeah, um, or <laughs> something. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Is that adjective? It doesn't matter. It's not. Let's move along. Yeah. Um, the station is all destroyed and dark and you see there's someone hiding in there and he attacks Mulder. Mulder restrains him. It's a man whose name I never learned. We're going to call him other guy. And then the scientist who took them up there, who used to work on the project, we're going to call him mustache because I didn't learn his name either. Um, so, um, oh, I guess I wrote down his name. I did know his name. It was Jason Ludwig. But in the rest of my notes, he's called other guy. So he's like, I thought it was, tra- I thought you were Trepco. So I'm just trying to protect myself. Um, and so he leads them to where the other two scientists are hiding. A woman named Jesse, who's acting very weird. And a man named Tanaka, who is coughing. And as we know from watching any shows ever, no one ever coughs on accident in any piece of fiction. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so Jesse is like, Trepkos, uh, he was my academic advisor and he told me to come up here and she looks very unhappy about it. She's just acting real weird. And she's like, well, he's bipolar. And they basically throw bipolar people under the bus as sort of a red herring here, um, uh, which I'm not crazy mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah. And I mean, maybe it kind of fits with it, but she's like, he's bipolar. He destroyed most of his work. Um, but here's what we have left. And Mulder looks at it and it, in handwriting. It says a new life form. Um Hmm. Yeah. So um, Mulder is like, the scientists are acting weird. They're hiding something. Like that guy who attacked me, he knew I wasn't Trepkos. Like, what's going on here? He's like, we need to talk to, to Mustache. He yeah. calls him by name. Uh, but Mustache is in the woods. And so is Trepkos, who's got like a like a bandana, like his shirt was tied into like a, like a, oh, no. you know, karate type bandana around his head and he's all dirty and he looks crazy. Oh, um uh, it, and also, he's Bradley Whitford. Do you know that actor? No. Um, he is Jake's dad on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but he's not in that many episodes. Yeah, and I he don't, is. I don't know. Did you ever see Adventures in Babysitting? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot. But yeah, I, not for a long time. He's the jerk that Elizabeth Shue was supposed to go on a date with, and then she, oh. he says he's sick, and then they see him out with another girl. So, yeah, I like Bradley Whitford. Know who he is? affirmed yes affirmed okay yeah cool um so so now we've got the mustache guy dead and scully's like yeah we gotta get out of here like they take his they find his body they take him back in and scully's like we gotta go and Mulder's like nah there's this note that says there's an unknown organism we should stay um and uh and nothing and scully's like nothing could live inside a volcano it's too hot and I made a note to myself, and we will come back to that um, at the later part of this episode. Um, and uh, and Mulder's like, well, what does this say? And he shows her something on a piece of paper. And this is a part where you or maybe uh, Katie, the chemist, our listener, uh, can help me out. Because okay. Scully looks at it and goes, well, it describes the metabolism of hydrogen sulfide into silicon dioxide. And uh, I was like, those are definitely... Yeah chemistry type words and yep. Mulder's like well I think there's a silicon based life form um they've come across this before which is interesting or was that phosphorus I can't remember 
I don't know, but wasn't it in ice? Yeah, maybe. Was that where? I think so. Okay. Okay. Or right. no, no, no. Or was it in um the one with the glowing guys? The little glowing guys? Did we get to the glowing guys yet? I don't think in so. the fire, the forest, and they kind of swarm the car, and it's like ah, in the oh, light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Soft no, light, I maybe. I don't think that was it. Um, I maybe think it was that... ice then. Yeah, maybe. I I kind of thought I, that I like think it was a, a conspiracy episode actually where oh. Scully finds it, it. I think it was Erlenmeyer flask. Um, oh, okay. Because Scully finds something in the Erlenmeyer flask. Right. Yes, and it has like a different sequence than yeah. like GATC whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what is this? Say that. Um, Mulder thinks that it's a silicon-based life form that Trepkos found. Okay. And he says silicon is the closest element to carbon. Um, and he's like, we got to find Trepkos's evidence. Um, and so Mulder's like, I don't think Trepkos destroyed it. I think somebody else here did. And so then um, now Jesse and, and Scully are having a moment and talking. And uh-huh. Jesse is sad. And she's like, Trepkos changed after that first descent. He stopped taking his meds. Uh-huh. Uh, he said pills were polluting his brain. Jesse was polluting his body. We'll come back to that. Okay. Because <laughs> I have some thoughts. Um yeah, and Jesse explains they've been up there eight months, which is a oh. long time. Yeah, they're like, you know, just in like the forest near a volcano that is unseen. Yeah. And uh, Mulder finds Trebkos's recorded notes and he's listening to them. Um, and Trebkos is talking about this life form. And, uh, and so Mulder's like kind of gathers everybody together and he's going to tell them everything. Then there's like a tremor. Okay. Never explained. There's a tremor. Tanaka starts coughing real bad collapses um and the scully calls for search and rescue wants a medevac and they're like gonna get him out of there he's got a high fever he's on a stretcher and they're gonna like carry him out to like eventually get him help and as they're carrying him Mulder looks at him and sees gross stuff moving under the skin of his neck yeah and also we saw that in ice not the neck necessarily but somewhere else yep yeah Mm -hmm. um so they get him outside and he's like I'm going to run off into the woods. So he runs off into the woods and he's like laying in a kind of at the bottom of a hill. And then we see Mulder kind of look down at him with a flashlight and like a, what looks the best way I can describe it is picture an asparagus, but now make it like 10 times bigger. So it's like the size of a baseball bat. Okay. okay. And the asparagus spear, the size of a baseball bat bursts out of his neck. Oh, whoa. So that's not good. No. I wasn't real into that. Um no. So they bring him back. Scully's going to start looking at his corpse. She's like, yeah, this is a fungus. Um, I'm going to look at the spores under the microscope. And Mulder is like, because she says it looks like it maybe like gestated in him and it like grew um, until it was too big and it messed up his his neck and burst out of it, his respiratory system. And Mulder's like, "Mm, that makes sense. That's why he had sand in his lungs. Um, Huh. You look puzzled, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because he says that um, sand is silicon dioxide, the waste product of a silicon-based life form. No. Okay, yeah. I didn't. Sand is just real little rocks and pieces of glass and stuff. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 I I feel pretty solid in this based on my archaeological background and my familiarity with mumps and soil book oh yeah i thought of it because there was a 
task on Taskmaster on an episode where they had to bring in something su- surprisingly beautiful. And it was a close up picture of sand and it was all these different oh. colors and little shards. Yeah. Anyway, it's the waste product of the fungus, supposedly. Sure. Um, And so Scully is actually like, maybe it's a skull conveys life form, but we need more proof. Um, And then Scully says something again, I think you're going to be like, hmm, about. She's like, "Uh, fungi often contain alkaloids that can disrupt the nervous system. So that might have been what made him crazy. I don't know that I'd say often, but they can. Sure. They make alkaloids that, that, that make you crazy maybe oh sure like you know ergo it's real famous or ergot no oh, oh it's okay. not famous enough oh <laughs> um so ergot is i always want to say ergo but i think oh I'm like like because like like you're being french yeah accidentally this is yeah. like the the mahoram incident <laughs> yeah <laughs> helen um, once in front of her mother p- parents-in-law I want to say, yeah, I think so. The spice, marjoram, mohorum. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. So ergot is a fungus that grows on wheat um, and it grows in real damp conditions. So if um, it's a year where it's like particularly damp, it can sometimes grow and ruin um, the wheat crops. Um and it causes like some nervous system issues. So hallucinations really? and seizures and really? for a long time. And it's since been pretty, pretty disproven. Um, but that was one of the theories for the um, Salem witch hunts, Salem witch trials. Um, really? that they were suffering from ergot poisoning. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. And that, that is, that is most likely false. Um, okay. I, I think like, systemic uh you know misogyny and yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um is uh is much more much more likely misogyny Uh, is the real fungus yeah (laughs) it rots your mind Uh, um so yeah ergot okay and it occurs to me this is not the only fungus we will see mess with Mulder and scully do you remember that episode later on where they're like in a cave with a fungus that makes them hallucinate oh yeah yeah. And also there's stuff about um, the Fountain of Youth in Ponce de Leon. Yeah. Oh, that's a great yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, mushrooms are fungi. <laughs> oh my God, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. It was right there. Okay. Yeah. I should have been able to connect the dots there. Okay. That's okay. So, so, uh, so Scully's like, look, we don't know how this thing spreads. We could all have it. We need to quarantine again, like in ice. Uh huh. All right. So let me just ask you right now. Um, Jesse and other guy are kind of off talking. Tanaka is dead. Mustache is dead. Um, Trepkos is somewhere out in the forest, they guess. Mulder okay. and Scully are there. They're going to radio for help. They're just kind of waiting um, for somebody to get there from the CDC. What would you do if you were Mulder and Scully? What do you think would be the right course of action at this moment now where you're just kind of waiting? Um, hmm. Who, who is in the cabin with me? It's, um, so it has multiple rooms. And so um, right. the two other scientists, Jesse and other guy, they're on, off on their own in one of the rooms. Okay. Mulder and Scully are in sort of the like lab area with Tanaka's body. Okay. I mean, I would sleep a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also yeah. do, if I was in a lab, I would maybe do some microscopy. Um I would double check that the emergency services have been called and we're on their way. Um, would you like to guess what Mulder does? 
uh, goes somewhere he shouldn't be to do something kind of risky and dumb. Oh, does he go to the volcano? To look for Trebko. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Trebkos. I would not do that. Yeah, he's like, we should go talk to Trebkos. Or he's like, I'm gonna. And Scully wants to go. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm like too worried about you. And she kind of, again, makes this oblique reference to the past. And is like, we got to get past this. I'm back. I'm not going anywhere. Um, again, I don't think I'd get past it that quickly. But whatever. Yeah. Um, so she actually does what you suggested. She's oh. going to examine uh, Tanaka's body more deeply. She's going to run some tests, look at some things. But Mulder's like, I got to get out there. And so he asks other guy for a map to the caldera, to, to the start of the volcano. Um, and he's like, no, you need me as a guide. I've been up here for nearly a year. I had to map the ground really, really carefully so that Firewalker could- terrible couldn't... idea. Terrible idea. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And uh, uh, so, but Mulder's like, okay. Um, and so, uh, the, the, he leads him to these, these, uh, steam caves and they get into the cave and a, like, like a flare, like a, like, like a shooting type flare, like a firework shoots out of the side and hits the other guy in the back and kills him. What? Yes. And then out stop out steps Trebkos with a gun and the mm-hmm. flare gun thing. And he's like, he takes Mulder's gun. He starts pouring lighter fluid all over, all over uh, the other guy's corpse. And he uses the flare to start it on fire. And Mulder's like, he's already dead. You already killed him. And he's like, not him. I'm trying to kill. And then we see other guy had the fungus and it's starting to poke out of his neck. Oh, um, lots of gross neck graphics. Oh. Um, and then we see, Scully has an Erlenmeyer flask and she's doing some experiments and she's got like a tube of stuff that she's like heating. And um, we kind of hear her voice over in her notes that like, she is trying to get this, these spores to grow and like do something and activate Mm -hmm. and they won't. She's like, I'm trying real high temperatures. Uh I'm trying human blood and spit and all this different Mm -hmm. stuff. And they just won't grow. So she has this theory that, they have to be ingested or inhaled by the host immediately upon release. And otherwise it's harmless. That's okay. her theory. So she goes to tell Jesse, give her the good news, but Jesse is not looking well. Oh, Jesse no. is sick and it's in her neck. Um, and so, uh, so Trebkos uh, and Mulder are kind of de- like initially antagonistic, but then he kind of, you know, in that way Mulder has of kind of bonding with people like he did with Dwayne Barry, connects with him. And he's telling Mulder how like they found it after this descent, Firewalker brought it out of the volcano. It was porous, it was obsidian. And he's like, I thought it was a rock. So I had uh, somebody else pulverize it to investigate Uh. it. And he was kind of unclear if like this was him being a little manic, but he's like, I stayed in my lab for three days analyzing. And I wasn't exposed to it when they pulverized it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's when everybody else was exposed and breathed it in, every single other person um, that he's trying to kill to stop this fungus from spreading. So he's clearly not at his best mentally, but he has noble means. Um, Mm -hmm. And so Mulder's like, look, we got to get back to Scully. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. leaving. You can shoot me or not. And uh, and then... (laughs) That is not the attitude I would have, but all right. (laughs) I mean, it's like, we wouldn't even be there to begin with. Yeah. Like, it, we're so far removed. Who knows yeah. what I would do in that situation? I'd be like, how did I end up in the forest with this dude? Yeah. How did I end up in a forest? Yeah. Period. Yeah. 
so the lights go out and Scully's like going to the fuse box and all of a sudden Jesse's there. She's not looking well. And then for inexplicable reasons, she handcuffs herself to Scully and she's all like, she's clearly got the thing in her neck. She's freaking out. Scully's like carries her over to the, um, kind of autopsy table throws Uh her down and is like trying to break the handcuff thing with a hammer and it's not working. And you can see the fungus growing and growing like it's about to pop out of her neck. So then Scully tosses her in this observation room that has like a, you know, big glass window shuts the door between them so that there's just a teeny crack for the like chains, the handcuffs to fit through. And then we see through the glass window, Jesse is like, let me out. And then the thing bursts out of her neck and poof, all the spores all over the observation room, but Scully is safe. Oh, wow. Yikes. And I was just thinking that incident alone would scar me for life. Yeah. I'm handcuffed to a woman who I have to watch die because a giant asparagus fungus bursts out of her neck. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm like desk job forever, yeah. you know, and yeah. therapy and no fungus. And yeah. <laughs> um. So Mulder comes in, Scully explains stuff, and then it seems that uh, Trebkos is also there. He comes back with Mulder. He's very sad about Jesse, and he feels responsible. Um, And then Mulder radios for help, and he's like, oh, is this the emergency response team or whatever? And they're like, oh, this is the Army biohazard team. And Mulder's like, oh, that's not who it's supposed to be. But they're like, how many survivors do you have? And he looks at Trebkos and Scully, and he's like, two. And and he, then he tells Scully, Trebkos won't tell them anything else. He, it's all over. He's not going to talk. Huh? I don't know. I wouldn't have made that decision either. Yeah. Well, wait. So is he going to kill Trebkos? What is, what is his plan? What? Just going to let him go. Just going to oh. let him go. Hang out. So like Trebkos huh. like collects Jesse's body and like wanders into the steam caves with it. Whoa. And that's the last we see of him. Whoa. Huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And then uh, the biohazard team does come in and and destroys everything. Okay. Of course. So we don't get any reference. And and Mulder's like voiceover explaining how they destroyed everything. Um, It says like, my notes are the only record of these events from the 11th to 13th of November, 1994. So just in case you wanted to. To the 13th. Yeah, I know. It like just happened. Yeah. um, Last 31, last week, 31 years ago. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so then I thought I pulled aside two topics. One are like the sciencey things. Yeah. I will talk about briefly, and then we'll, um, but also a few more like social thing. I don't know. I used a green pen for for my next topic. Oh, I don't know okay. how to categorize it, but we will do green pen related topics now. Okay. Um, one is I wanted to make note of any interesting Mulder Scully interaction. Sure. There was a little bit of him caring for her about like, you know, don't go back too quickly. But other than that, there wasn't really too much. Um, you know, there was, uh, you know, when Mulder wants to go look for Trebkos and Scully's like, what if he's already dead out there? And Mulder's like, well, he'll have a hard time answering my questions. A little bit of banter, but that was uh-huh. that was kind of it banter wise. Okay. Um, and then the, uh, I wanted to note, I feel like this, we don't have, we don't see this anymore. It's not that interesting. Big <laughs> clips in women's hair instead of a ponytail holder, like instead of a um, instead of a rubber band or, or uh-huh. a hair tie, using like a big clip oh, with like a, you, you know, know what I mean, like a spring-loaded yeah, clip. I would love one though. 
I would love one. I've in fact been looking for one that is large enough to fit my hair. Yeah. Um, because oftentimes I'll use like combs to pull it back on one side uh-huh. um, or both sides. Um, but I would love to be able to, because I feel like it's a better, it's an easier look to pull off than a rubber band because it's not as like severe. It leaves more like face frame. Ah, yeah. Interesting. Well, it looked great on Scully. Oh, good. And so I just wanted to bring that up. I was like, why are we yeah. not doing that? It looks fantastic. Oh, I would love to bring that back personally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's work yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty attainable goal, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention that I did not care for was that it is just like briefly implied as if given once that Jesse is like possibly sleeping with her advisor. That like, oh. she's like, oh, I was polluting his body. And like, she oh. seems torn up about it. And I was like, is that just assumed? And I'm like, she's the only woman. And I thought about how on ice as well, there was just one woman. And I just feel yeah. like... Come on. I know we got Scully, who's like killer for women in science, yeah. rep, but like, I didn't care for that. Yeah. No, that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. And no. I don't be clear, not anything against Jesse. I don't like the normalization of men in positions of power preying on women who are. Yeah. Men. Yeah. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as a graduate student, your success hinges so much on having a thesis advisor who supports you. Oh, so, yeah. As you yeah. know, like having a good yeah. one is crucial. Oh, yeah. I switched. Yeah. Yeah. I had a thesis advisor who would literally fall asleep during our meetings. Um, it wasn't just me. He would fall asleep at most meetings. Um, <laughs> that, you know... <laughs> does not a good thesis advisor can you imagine being at a level where you're like comfortable doing that like because you and I could probably fall asleep during all sorts of meetings if given the opportunity yeah I one of my like daydreams in meetings sometimes is you know in cartoons when like the main character or whatever will like be so bored or tired that they like dissolve into a puddle and slide off their chair. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about? I yeah. think about that a lot. Like I'll be in a meeting and I'll think like, oh, I'm at that stage. I'll just be imagining myself like turning into a puddle and sliding onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. You're turning to goo stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I'll talk a little bit about the science then before yeah. we go. Some things I wanted to note. Um, I was thinking Obviously, we have to name this episode after geese, yeah. but if we weren't, I was like, this could be the X files episode uh, because there's extremophiles and they well, were known in the 90s, but maybe not as known. But like there are thermophiles, which are yeah. organisms that thrive in super hot temperatures yeah. and like because um, they even say when there's the video of the dead body um that they see originally Scully's like nothing could live at that temperature. It's like 130 degrees. Um, but uh, yeah, it degrees. That's not. Maybe that hot, she right? meant Celsius, but I swear she said Fahrenheit or didn't huh. specify. I think she didn't specify, okay. but I was like, isn't that just like the desert on a really bad day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to have meant Celsius. Cause yeah. Um, although I mean, like, I guess. That's I was looking at it like is is yeah I know I wasn't yeah. super impressed by any of these temperatures to be honest with you when I started looking it up but um yeah. the hyperthermophiles the hottest ones that we have seen yet can thrive not just live but thrive like reproduce and stuff at up to 122 degrees Celsius oh wow 
<laughs> yeah, which is uh, that is so cool. Two hundred and fifty Fahrenheit. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Um, and there there are thermophiles that are fungi. Um, oh, cool. Not at quite the same really? temperature, but that that is a thing. Yeah. Cool. Um, oh, I'm, not I'm... not silicon based, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm yeah. less familiar with fungi in general. As opposed to bacteria or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, I was pleased to, to learn that. Um, uh, so it's not as absurd, like as it sounds, I feel like, well, I mean, the giant asparagus bit. Yes. But the rest <laughs> of it, no. Um, and the, I mean, it does seem like looking for or trying to create or evolve like silicon based life is definitely a thing people are doing too. Oh, like, like on purpose. Yes. Oh, Huh. Yeah. Really? Um, they think like it has a lot of astrobiological implications. Oh, sure. Yeah. Huh. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, yeah. Oh, that is cool. And um, then please interrupt because I really got to go. So if you want to keep talking and no, you know up. what, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this oh. Mars Rover. This is lightning round Mars Rover, similar to Firewalker real thing on Mars does not need a person to go and track the terrain the way other Greg claimed to, because we haven't been to Mars, but Mars Rovers spirit opportunity. Awesome. Supposed to last 90 days, lasted years and years and years. Oh, yeah. Found evidence of Mars's watery past and possible like ability to have life there. Yeah. Hooray for can Mars we, Rovers. Can we TBD this? Because I have a lot of questions about the Mars Rover and how adorable it is and Mars in general. I would love so to talk more about Mars a... next yeah. week. Yeah. Let's let's do, let's do we're gonna talk about Mars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Okay. All right. All right. Until next week. Bye everyone.